0: The machines rose from the ashes of the nuclear fire. Their war to exterminate mankind had raged for decades. But the final battle would not be fought in the future. It would be fought here, in our present. Tonight, we are all Sarah Connor. We know that our present contains, within its heart, the engine of a future that is catastrophic, We know that climate change, rising fascisms, new weaponries, and forms of surveillance, each trained and tested on captive and colonised populations, are coming for us. What is terrifying about the future does not simply haunt us, rather it pursues us, it chases us, because the agencies that will bring about this future are already with us in the present working tirelessly to bring it about, through fossil fuel extraction, imperialist war, and the unending march of capitalism as it heads headfirst into crisis after crisis. We have asked our politicians for change and for reprieve, and yet they do not listen. They concede more to this future. They radicalise themselves ever rightward. They will not halt this future before it hits us. The system is in full operation in its war against our planet, our present, and our future. It can't be bargained with, it can't be reasoned with, it doesn't feel pity or remorse, and absolutely will not stop, ever, until you are dead. That last line was from, of course, the character of Kyle Reese in James Cameron's 1984 masterpiece, The Terminator. Reese is a human-resistant soldier sent back in time to warn Sarah Connor that in the future, mankind's cybernetic war machines, in the form of the Skynet and its Terminator drones, have waged war on the Earth to its near-total destruction. It is Sarah's son, John Connor, who leads the resistance to its eventual victory. But not before the machine sent an agent of their own back in time to kill Sarah and prevent the victory of man over the machine. As anyone who has seen Terminator knows, Sarah does indeed succeed in fighting off the Terminator. But the central premise of the entire series of Terminator films remains the same. There is always another Terminator coming to destroy the Resistance in the present. It must prevent the future victory of Resistance in the present, or the present victory of Resistance. By the time of the second film, Terminator 2 Judgment Day, Sarah Connor is fully radicalized. She knows what is coming, and she is militant in her attempts to prevent this future from coming into existence. She will not leave the job of defeating the machines to her son. She does not resign herself to any fate regarding the eventual victory of resistance. Rather, her knowledge of the material conditions that produce this awful future have radicalized her. She has embraced her situation not as a passive observer, but as an agent active within history. She is fully conscious of the power that the present has over the future. Sarah is not treated well within her own present. She is medicalized, incarcerated as insane, and all the while, whilst the products of the same world that produce Skynet, the Terminators, are still in hot pursuit. She cannot look away, she cannot return to her old life, because she has achieved a kind of historical, political consciousness. Now we, unlike Sarah Connor, do not have any dashing, time-travelling gorillas to tell us of our future, this is true. Yet, our future does not need to reach back to us in order that we may see it coming. It is instead already before our eyes, for example, the consensus on climate change is overwhelming from scientific sources in our present day. And activist groups such as the Indigenous Environmental Network, Extinction Rebellion, Jump Stop Oil, and so many others are constantly highlighting the coming catastrophe as well as the disasters that are already here. According to the UN's refugee agency in 2022, 84% of refugees and asylum seekers fled from highly climate-vulnerable countries. That is an increase from 61% in 2010. In 2020, only 1% of refugees were able to return home, a challenge which will likely grow as the impact of climate change further deteriorates basic living conditions and opportunities for development in many countries of origin. As extreme weather conditions, such as droughts and hurricanes increase and as sea level rises accelerate, more people we made into climate refugees. We know in the present How the border regimes of the world police, enclose, and exploit refugees. As governments across the world, from Britain to America, Argentina, Hungary, India, Russia, move further and further to the right wing, their xenophobic ideologies and border policies will mean that they are turning to more repressive technologies of governance to surveil, oppress, and deport these refugees, with sometimes deadly consequences, such as closing migration routes for asylum seekers, leading to many dying in deadly small boat crossings, such as in the English Channel and the Mediterranean. Any new techniques and technologies that will eventually be deployed closer to home within the Imperial Core will not come from the future, but from our present, at the borders, at the margins, and in those places where these technologies are tested in neo-colonial forms of apartheid, and in those regions where our material wealth is extracted and stolen, the same resources that fuel the climate crisis. Our Kyle Reese is the Mediterranean, it is Congo, it is Gaza. To darkly invert the words of William Gibson, the future is already here, it just isn't redistributed yet. We know it is coming. If we are to let this radicalise us, then we will be Sarah Connor. This future, which we can see in the present, it doesn't just come to us directly, but by means of an other machine. Media's machines, social machines, or otherwise. In the Global North, we can risk ignoring it, but it's a harder ignorance than ever to maintain. There is always that radical contingency which breaks through, and it will break through with an ever greater intensity, as solidarity spreads like wildfire throughout our public discourse. This, as the futurist, novelist, and theorist Carl Neville writes, is the true lesson of the Terminator. Not the inhuman robot, but the contingency that so often accompanies the call to radical action. The Terminator reminds us, then, That we are all subject to contingency our lives can be ripped away from us at any moment and the call to take a stand may well seek us out we all exist somewhere along a continuum of historical political and ethical commitments capable of being pushed into a deeper and more active engagement with our times depending on the circumstances this radicalization is of course ambiguous and this ambiguity is another filament in the cloud of dread that descends when we are obliged to consider history, its trajectory, and our response in the face of its demand. It is this central human problem, and our lingering, though diminishing, capacity, at least in affluent countries, to look away from or sidestep it, that the Terminator addresses. Sarah Connor's inability to go back to the life she had before, or to avoid the structures of the new life she sees coming, is what forms the core of the Terminator's greatness, and gives it an enduring resonance over time and across cultures, anywhere the problem of the future looms large. How we will respond in the face of our present future is up to us. And this us is a global us. We have no guarantee of a global John Connor at least not in any individualist sense. Terminator is ultimately limited by a heroic narrative that places the burden of victory on a single individual. Yet, at the same time, this individualism is undermined by the fact that John Connor is not an historical inevitability, nor is he any kind of messianic Superman, but rather he is a collective endeavour, a spearhead of the resistance, brought into being by the militant unity of present, past, and future that is the historical force of a radical consciousness which chooses life over systemic, digitalized death, and the world which has made and is making such apocalypses possible. If we are all Sarah Connor, it is because we simultaneously are participating in a new becoming, in a revolutionary, radicalized mode. We are within the flux of a becoming John Connor. Long live the resistance. Death to the capitalist machine.